Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning and welcome to the Retirement Clinic. It's on WISN every Saturday at 10 a.m. with your host, founder of the Kowal Investment Group, Jeff Kowal. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Fantastic. Excited for this show as we gave a little tease last week. That's right. That we have in a, a welcome back guest, I would say, a repeat guest in studio to talk about Medicare today. I will let Jeff take care of all the introductions, but we've got some news to announce first. So why don't we take care of some business first, Jeff? Okay, let's start with that. It's a big deal because this is a, uh, an awesome event coming up with Jay Weber. Uh, now, today we're going to talk about Medicare. We have Medicare specialist Mark Maynard here, but, I'll, but uh, on October 26th, uh, this is a special event with Jay Weber. That's Thursday, October 26th. It's titled Planning for the Unexpected During Uncertain Term Times. A panel of experts. So it's going to be Aaron Kowal, Joe Still, Bob Carey, who's the chief market strategist for First Trust. Just a great panel. We did this last year. was extremely well received, well attended. So if you want to attend, you have to uh, get your reservation in. But they'll discuss Topics such as the state of the economy, navigating market volatility, geopolitical impacts, geez, with what's going on now, oh, yeah. the, the incoming, the upcoming 2024 election, how to safeguard your financial retirement plans and more. This is a free event, but you do need to register as seats are limited. So for more information and reserve your seat, visit thekowalway.com. It's K-O-W-A-L. Great opportunity to understand more about what's happening. Great chance to see Jay Weber. Uh, again, that's Thursday, October 26th, 5.30 to 7 o'clock, Milwaukee Marriott West. Uh, it's right off the freeway on uh, uh, in Waukesha. Uh, planning for the unexpected and uncertain terms. Uh, give our office a call at 262-522-4040, 262 262- 522-4040, or better yet, go online to thekowalway.com. You said uncertain terms. That's a Freudian slip, times, I think. Yes, uncertain times. Uncertain it's, times or terms. Yeah, you're right. It's just, this is just nuts what's going on politically, uh, economically. Uh, and you know what? This is an important time, too, especially if you're close to or already in retirement or if you're close to Medicare age, because this is an important time of year from October 15th to December 7th. Mark Maynard is the uh, owner of Senior Benefit Solutions. He's a Medicare specialist, has been on the show before, is always well-received. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? Good. Thanks well, for having me on. Welcome back, Mark. Good to see you again in studio. <laughs> Great being here. So what's a big deal about uh, October 15th to December 7th? It's the annual Medicare enrollment period where people can make changes uh, from their current coverage current Part D or Advantage plan coverage, make a plan change, and it'll go into effect the upcoming January 1. Um, can they make changes during the year besides that? Sometimes. There's special enrollment periods. There's a number of them. Um, certain circumstances have to occur. Generally, no, though, unless there is a... Special enrollment. So don't period. screw with it. As long as this is open enrollment yeah. time, let's do it during open enrollment time. That's let's right. back up just a little bit. What's Medicare? Who's eligible for it? Let's talk about that, just the basics. Then we'll get some more details of it. Well, Medicare is a health insurance program, federal health insurance program designed primarily for those 65 and older. 
Um, you can be on younger than the age of 65, but you don't want to be because you either have kidney failure, Lou Gehrig's disease, and or you're totally disabled. Um, it Part of original the original Medicare that was created in the mid-60s has two parts, parts A and B. That is insufficient in and of itself. Part A is inpatient hospitalization, nursing facility for the purposes of rehab from an inpatient stay. Part B is all your outpatient services, including the doctors that see you in the hospital. But other than that, it's doctors outside, outpatient surgeries at the hospital, labs, uh, scans, therapies, that kind of thing. What has been added to original Medicare since then, uh, since the mid-60s, is prescription drug coverage via Part D plans and um, Advantage plans, part which are also called Part C, but that kind of adds layers of confusion into the conversation. Well, um, let's, let's, let's start taking some of the confusion out of it right now. Because right. you, you blew through Part A and Part B. You go through Part C through Z whenever, in a little bit. But let's go through A and B originally because some people are approaching Medicare age. Uh, some of our audience members, a lot of my clients are approaching that age. So what's Part A, what's Part B, Part C? We'll go through one at a time if you would. All right. Again, Part A, inpatient hospitalization. Okay. Um, also, if someone, if someone, God forbid, has a stroke or on the lesser end, I guess, uh, like a hip replacement or a knee replacement, they can't be sent home right away and they need to go to a nursing home and they're rehab wing for two, three weeks or longer if it's a stroke situation for rehab, that's Part A of Medicare. Part A of Medicare has a per-occurrence deductible if more than 60 days elapse from when a person is released from the hospital or if they're seeking after care at a nursing home from that release date to when they are readmitted for another hospitalization. So there's a new deductible you have to qualify for if right. it's longer than 60 days. Right. Right now, for 2023, that deductible is 1600 It's going to $1,632 for 2024. There are per day charges in addition to that deductible, but you have to be in the hospital for a very long time, 60 days on up. Part B of Medicare. Part B, as I said, um, is doctors, wherever you see them, be it in the hospital or out of the hospital, and everything outpatient, okay? So you see the doctor, you go to the clinic, you go to urgent care, you have an ambulance ride, you're in the emergency room and not admitted, you have lab work done, uh, scans done, therapies done, all that, okay? I have a weird question, Mark. So bear with me on this. Is it personal? No. <laughs> no, that would be weird. That would be weird. You're right, Paul. Um, but, part, but Part A covers in hospital, all that stuff. That is, that's coverage. That's all, There's no charge for that. Correct. As, as long as you've worked 10 years, you and or your spouse work 10 years or more and paid taxes. Okay. Part B, there's a charge for. Yes. If you had only Part A and didn't have Part B, which you can't do that, but- well, you could. You could, okay. 
You could be in the hospital and not have any doctors see you because doctors are covered under Part B. Correct. So how the heck do you go to a hospital, get admitted, and not have... Part B? Yeah, a Part B. So you have to have that. In other words, most people... But it, but it just seems like it would be a little disjointed. But but it's worked. This is, I think, one of probably one of the more successful government programs that there's been, isn't it? Well, absolutely. But even first off, I don't know. Uh, in your scenario, you just raised, I can't think of a single person I've ever me either there's- that has not, at a minimum, gone with A and B, even though B does have a right. cost. Right. Okay. But even then, A and B is woefully insufficient in and of itself. Okay. Part B has a can- – people are accustomed through their employer plans, their individual plans, um, having a calendar year deductible, okay? Resets every January 1. Right. The good news about Part B is it's incredibly low a deductible. This year it's 226 bucks. Next oh. Next year it's 240 Okay, but it's 80-20 after that. Medicare Part B picks up the 80%, you're on the hook for 20. But there's no on-a-pocket limit to it. There's no on-a-pocket limit under Part A, but Part B, in my opinion, is the real scary one because even though it's outpatient stuff, there's a thing called Part B drugs. And you might say, well, what are those? Part B drugs are drugs you don't get at Walgreens or CVS. Those are drugs you're going somewhere to get injected or infusions of, like chemotherapy and other uh, types. Part C, going through the alphabet, (laughs) part C of (laughs) medical. We only have an hour, Mark. Well, Well, you asked. Yeah, it doesn't go to Z. I know. Oh, my goodness. Part C of Medicare. was created in the in, actually there was an earlier iteration of it, but it, as we know, Part C part, today was created in the mid two thousands. It's Medicare Advantage plans. Okay. Yep. What a Medicare Advantage plan is is you still a person still has Part A and B, therefore they're still paying their Part B premiums or it's being deducted from their Social Security checks. Okay. But their benefits are being provided by a private health insurance company. The plans have to actuarially be as good or better as the benefits under original A and B of Medicare. They will look different, but the government has to approve these benefits every year. And there's a lot of ongoing oversight of these plans. The if we go back to the very beginning, uh, before we talk about A, B, C, and D, Medicare age is sixty five, Mark, right? Yes, you cannot get unless you're disabled. You cannot get on prior to sixty five. So an important part of the opening of this show today was open enrollment starting for Medicare, and if it's your first year on it, you have to enroll. Well, not necessarily. This period of time. This October 15th to December 7th is for someone who's already on Medicare Ah. and wants to make a change. They want to change their Part C, Medicare Advantage plan, or they want to change their Part D, prescription drug plan. A lot of confusion I have is when uh, talking to people that are approaching retirement. You know, I've worked with a number of your clients and others, obviously, that... 
they're they happen to be turning 65 and or retiring uh, right during this time period and they're seeing all these commercials on TV oh I got to do something you know oh, not, there are more healthcare commercials on TV than ever before right it, when you talk about pharmaceuticals this well, is that off topic gold. that, you, you <laughs> that gold and gold you're another and a sign of the times jeff but it does get confusing when you hear an advantage and all these different parts oh yeah uh but to clear up the open enrollment again that's for people in medicare right the dates are yes october 15th through december 7th you can make your changes mark right and i'm not going to get technical because that would lead to another hour-long program, but this is the annual enrollment period. There is an open enrollment period, which is only for Advantage plan members, and that begins in January 1 and runs through the end of every March. Those of us that have private uh, benefit plans, Jeff, like me at iHeart, we have our open enrollment coming up soon, and that's when you sign up for next year's plans, and if you miss out, you miss out. You, you have to use that those dates. Uh, my daughter is now turning 27, so we'll be doing this you know, excellent. <laughs> and I and I had the speech with her. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she goes. We can't. We get emails every day reminding us. And good. the same here. Good. Most companies do remind you. And that is good. Um, can you be denied coverage? For Part B. No. Excellent. However, if you don't apply, either there's different enrollment periods for Medicare as well as these plans. Um, the supplementary type programs, advantage plans, parties, et cetera. Um, if you are on Social Security prior to the age of 65, the government will automatically enroll you into Part A and B. You'll receive your card in the mail at home about three and a half weeks before the month you turn 65 in. Um, if you plan on working beyond the age of 65, a lot of people do, then most people will hold off on enrolling in Part B because if they work for a large employer, 20 or more employees, considered large by the government, um, Medicare is secondary to that employer plan, and therefore they're paying something, as you just mentioned about your daughter, um, you know, they're paying something through their employer for their health insurance now. Why pay an additional premium to the government for secondary coverage? As long as they're covered under their own or through their spouse's employer plan due to active employment, active employment, they're not retired, yep. then when either they retire or their spouse does, it's a special enrollment period to get on Part B then. Okay. So this is the open enrollment time for changing plans. If somebody turns 65 in the middle of the year in June. What, what's the uh, situation there? You just sign up whenever you turn 65, 90 days before that. Six, three months prior is when you enroll if you're not on Social Security. You can do that by making a phone appointment with your local Social Security office, um, or you, if you have a SocialSecurity.gov account, um, you can do it via that. But, yes, three months prior, 90 days prior. <laughs> So it's either three months or 90 days, your choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's three months or 90 days, yes. Jeff. Yeah, that's so what doesn't Medicare cover? Let's talk about that because I think some people think that it covers everything. Well, original Medicare, A and B, doesn't cover prescriptions. That's what Part D is for. Okay. Um, 
it does not cover long-term or custodial care, uh, everything from having a caregiver come to a person, to your relative's house or, or whatnot, to assisted living, memory care, full-blown nursing home care, not covered by Medicare. That's important. Can That's we huge. talk about that for a second? Because I think a lot of people think, Medicare, I'm good. I don't need to look at long-term care. I don't need to, uh, uh, you know, nursing home, home health care, assisted living. No problem. It's covered by Medicare. Not so. It is not covered. And when I say custodial long-term care, it's, you know, mom or dad needs help getting bathed, dressed, having meals made for them, making sure they take their prescriptions, whatever. No part of Medicare covers that. None of the supplementary plans or advantage plans cover that. There is, Jeff, as you well know, um, insurance that you can buy specifically for that coverage. Yep. It's underwritten. It's kind of costly at times, but uh, it is available. And I know you've got people in your office that absolutely do specialize in that. Absolutely, we do. But I just want to make sure that, that we hear from an expert that says, no, you dope. It's not covered. How many times do we have to tell you it's not covered? Um, dental vision, eyeglasses, things like that, that's not covered on the Part B either, is it? That's where. So what, what do you do to cover that? When it comes to vision specifically, for example, um, Medicare does cover diseases of the eyes okay somebody has cataracts they need a surgery somebody's okay, got macular degeneration etc um what we would call routine vision where you know i just need glasses to read or whatnot or contacts that is not a covered benefit under medicare what you will find is a lot of these advantage plans do cover routine vision they do cover routine hair, hearing, you know, including hearing aid coverage, fitness memberships, over-the-counter, you know, med- uh, vitamins, uh, painkillers, band-aids, toothpaste, you name yep. it, yep. all sorts of things. But original Medicare does not, and therefore a Medicare sub- – there's really two paths someone goes. They're going to go with original Medicare and get a Medicare supplement – some people call them a Medigap plan, okay? That, in essence, will give someone 100% medical, not including prescription, medical coverage, but it will only cover what Medicare covers. So, again, your your vision, your hearing, et cetera, won't be covered by that supplement. Some of those plans offer, you know, you can buy additional insurance to cover those things, some a lot of most of those plans um, include discount programs. If you go to certain vision providers, you get a discount or a free exam, and then so much off your glasses, frames, contacts, that kind of thing. So, the supplement route is a more costly route, but you're not limited to a provider network. You know, you, there is no networks under Original Medicare, so under a supplement. There's no networks under a supplement. You can go to see anybody you want. What about dental? Dental can be purchased. You know, as I said, most supplements will not have dental coverage per se. You can buy an optional rider, insurance speak for an option, to cover 
dental dental insurance. It'll you know have a limited amount of benefit per year, typically a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars. You'll have to go to certain dentists yeah. usually within a dental network. But that can be costly. I mean, you're you're looking for one person, not a couple, but one person, just dental only, typically around for something good, about $50 a month. You throw vision into the mix, now you're looking $75, $80 a month for one person. Those coverages are typically built into an Advantage plan. Okay, so you're saying that the difference is either you either got a Medicare supplement or an Advantage plan. Mm-hmm. With a... Medicare supplement sounds like your sort of like your cable or, or oh no the advantage plan is more like your cable coverage where you have everything included. Medicare supplement is like when you try to decouple from that and you piece it together yourself. You're gonna besides as I mentioned before an advantage plan being uh, it's insurance health insurance companies provide it. Therefore, ninety nine percent of the advantage plans are gonna have networks. That have to be considered. So limited, may have limited doctors. May your, have. Your person may not be in there. Exactly. That's uh, a big deal too, right? You talk about having a doctor for maybe 20 years. Oh, absolutely. Most people want to keep their absolutely. doctor. And another feature of Advantage plans is that there's going to be, to some degree or another, out-of-pocket costs. Usually in the form of co-pays, which is a per-occurrence, you know, I pay X amount if I see a specialist, you know, 30, 40 bucks each visit. If I'm hospitalized, I'll pay X amount per day, capped at like five, six, seven days for an inpatient hospitalization. That co pays generally in the range of $250, $300 a day. All by law, Advantage plans have an out of pocket maximum built into them. Okay, but it's very, very hard to hit that. that maximum it really is so is there a trend between medicare plans and medicare advantage medicare supplements and is there a trend one way or the other it's been trending towards advantage plans for a number of years now um in fact i think last year it just reached over 50 percent of the medicare population is now covered under an advantage plan um i the people I work, the vast, vast majority of them go the Advantage plan route versus the supplement and the standalone Part D drug plan route. The, there's absolutely nothing wrong with a supplement. It's just a costly way to go. To get that 100% coverage, um, and there's a caveat to that because if someone was first Medicare eligible after January 1, 2020, their supplement cannot cover their Part B deductible, but again, that's really low. It's going to be 240 bucks next year. But for that level of coverage, you're looking at 150 to 170 a month, and that's for someone who's 65. You're, you can almost bank on a 5 to 15% annual increase in your Medicare supplement. By the time you're in your late 70s, much less 80s, in today's dollars, you're looking at you know, 300 plus, three, 350 easily a month just for that supplement. Well, let's talk about that. We, we need to take a break, but why, yeah. don't we, why don't we, when we come back, you know, I'd like to talk about the cost of supplements, Paul and Mark. And also, there's, there have to be screw ups that people are making. 
that they're making mistakes with signing up, with not signing up, with doing. So let's talk about that after the break. Or too. it's a case of you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. That's the biggest. Yeah, maybe not intentional. Yeah. Yep. And it's if you think this is, you know what, Mark, you're putting on the clinic. You're on the retirement clinic, but we're putting on a Medicare <laughs> clinic here today. A lot of moving parts. No pun intended, right? Part A, part B, C, D. What the D? I can always remember. I think it drugs. drugs yeah. Absolutely. D is, you know, pharmaceuticals and prescription drugs. prescription drugs. Um, so that's kind of easy to remember. But all these moving parts, the deductibles, the premiums, what you pay, your eligib- eligibility, all of that will be discussed. Now, Mark, off the air, and Jeff, what's the best way to get our questions answered? We always give out your website, thekowalway.com. That's a great way to start. Uh, we'll see if this fits in with your overall planning. So it's always a great place to start. But if you do have uh, Mark, we trust him. He's worked with a lot of our clients. He's the owner of Senior Benefit Solutions, Mark Maynard, M-A-Y-N-A-R-D. And his phone number is 262-895-9626. 262-895-9626 is Mark Maynard's number at Senior Benefit Solutions. We're going to come right back. A lot more coming up on the Retirement Clinic with Mark Maynard. Joining your host, Jeff Kowal of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. I'm Paul Cronforce. By the way, congratulations uh, go out to you and your staff, Jeff. I need to uh, announce this so our listeners know. It's a big deal, right? Your firm received a new, um, it's the Forbes list. And you're one of the top firms in this Forbes list. It specifically says RIA firms. Registered investment advisory firm. So we're independent. So we're a registered investment advisory firm. So that, And there are only 250 on that list, and we made that list. So we're honored to be a part of that list. It's a credit to our, our great team of people. Uh, fact that we specialize in retirement planning, we've do, been doing it for a long time. fact that we act as fiduciaries, we always put our clients' interests first. A, a great tribute to our clients, to our great team. And, yeah, it's nice to be on that list. It certainly is, Jeff. You're also on the Forbes list of best in-state wealth advisors as well. This year, last year, 2020, 19. So good stuff going on at the Kowal Investment Group. Also on WISN Monday through Friday each day with those daily market updates, the business reports during the Mark Belling Show, 3 p.m. and 5 p.m. So. News blocks. We try to give you what's going on each day. What's driving the markets up or down that particular day? Is it a government report? Is it uh, uh, the economy? What's driving the market? Interest rates? Uh, we wrap it up. We, we try to say, so what? So this is what's happening today. How does it apply to you in your life? And then we wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and NASDAQ. Every day, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock news block and 5 o'clock news block on the Mark Belling Late Afternoon Show. And then you're unleashed on Saturdays every morning, the Retirement Clinic at 10 a.m. So a lot more coming up on Medicare with Mark Maynard, our guest, and Jeff Kowal. I'm Paul Kronforst, and this is WISN. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. If you've built a family business, it's fair to say that you would like to have one or more of your heirs take over the company at some point. But are you and the potential future owners prepared for that transition? The truth is many business owners who want to transfer ownership to their children or grandchildren fail to create a proper succession plan. An inadequate plan can hinder the success of the transition and overall success of the business. But more importantly, it can result in family conflict that can cause personal and financial complications. 
Research shows that more than two-thirds of family business inheritors reported experiencing family conflicts within two years after they took control. A well-designed succession plan can help ensure a smooth transition with minimal to no conflicts and set the business up for a successful future. Additionally, you'll be able to rest assured that all the proper legal structures are in place. So where should you start? The first step to proper planning is to enlist the help of professionals. Going it alone is not only a huge undertaking, but a significant risk to you, your family, and your business. If you need assistance with succession planning for your family business, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit thekowalway.com. The Boss segment each week, Aaron Kowal. Thanks to Aaron for focusing on business owners, their savings, and their security. As the retirement clinic continues, we are, as I said right before the break, with Mark Maynard, Medicare specialist, putting on a Medicare clinic today. There are, indeed, Jeff, lots of details. Mark said off the air, it gets confusing to a lot of people. Right. Not only Medicare itself, but then you have the supplements. and you know, Which way do you go? What's the cost on those? I just want to touch on that a little bit with Mark. There's probably a wide range of Medicare supplement plans and costs. Or are they set? Well, they're set by the insurance company every right, year. Okay. Okay. The more, the more you have covered, the more it's going to cost. But your starting point, your foundation Everybody's starting point and foundation is their Part B premium, okay? This year right now, the the standard Part B premium is 164.90. It's going up 6% for 2024. It's 174.70. How that's determined for an individual is they the government looks back 2 years ago, okay? So if somebody's coming on to Medicare in 2024, they're going to, the government's going to check with the IRS. So security administration is going to check with the IRS to see what the adjusted gross income was in 2022 to get that standard base premium of 174.70. Uh, the joint adjusted gross income in 22 would have to be less than $206,000. Okay. Now, if we start going up from those income limits, all the way up to 750000 or more, that's the top bracket, then the Part B premium becomes $594 a month per individual. The more you make, the more you pay. Yes. And there's also an IRMA for Part D. IRMA stands for Income-Related Monthly Adjustment Amount of $81 a month. Okay, so right there, you're pushing $700 a month yeah, per person. Okay, so this is a big, you know, that's that's your out-of-the-gate costs, all right? And obviously, not everybody's making 750000 or more, you know, in a year. But it can happen, and then we have to look at the additional costs over and above that. You know, before the break, we were talking about supplement costs. You can add some out-of-pocket features to Medicare supplements. For someone who's 65, you can get it down to $100, $120 a month. But again, now you're adding out-of-pocket components. Uh, you're, and again, you, what you still have to deal with is an annual increase every year. Your Part, B, your Part D prescription plans, there's 21 available standalone for 2024. A company is actually going to have a zero premium plan for next year, but the top price plan is over $100. Those are entirely dependent on 
what a person takes for their prescriptions because a Part D plan does not have to cover every single drug that is on the market, and none do. So we were kind of talking in the break about mistakes people make. A lot of times people, they just do wing this, do this on their own. Um, they There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of factors to be considered. We alluded to it earlier. Who's what doctors does an individual use? Okay, what and I just said, what prescriptions are they taking? Where do they get those from? Are they snowbirds? What's their income level? When I said snowbirds, what if they're not a snowbird, but what if they have a cabin up north? And they spend a lot of time up there. And they spend but a lot of time But their doctor is down there. here in New Berlin. Right? I get, or I get they that. have doctors down here and up north. Or if they're snowbirds, they have doctors here. And in and Miami. In, and in Miami or in Phoenix yep. or Scottsdale or wherever. All these things are very important to consider. And, you know, it's a big thing when someone's considering retirement because we have to look at costs. You guys do an excellent job of, as much as possible, predicting, okay, this is what you're going to need to survive. We have to factor in so much for medical costs. Now, if we have a situation where both people are retiring or one is retiring in a couple, one's retired already, the other's contemplating it if one or if the one of the spouse couple is not uh medicare age now we have to look at individual coverage and it's not family coverage medicare is not just there is no such thing as family coverage with medicare and if you're looking at a at a spouse that's under age 65 that needs a health plan well we can look at cobra but you know, that's 18 months. Well, there's circumstances where it could be longer, but generally 18 months. That's um, that's an employer, continuing employer plan. Yes, and that can be costly, but it it can be cheap in comparison to the individual Absolutely. health marketplace, a.k.a. Obamacare, unless they qualify for subsidy. Now, and just it, to clarify, um, it is individual coverage. So, Jeff, I turn 65, I go on Medicare. That's covering just me if my wife is under that. So she's right. 52. She, she's not covered. It's just right. my coverage. Right. She needs to then find her own health insurance plan if she doesn't have benefits at her employer. And I do that as well. That's Maybe we should have another show just on that. Oh, oh yeah. We should, I mean, yeah, how many people are the exact same age yeah, as their spouse, or, right? Yeah, or want to retire earlier or... Uh, and they don't have the health insurance plan that are years away from Medicare. You, you bring up a great point, though. This is a specialized area of planning, and you have to get help. We talk about that with retirement planning. There are so many re- moving parts with retirement planning. It's not just the investments. It's the taxes. It's the investments. It's the real, uh, real estate, estate planning, making sure that you have the right beneficiaries. It's long-term care. It's Medicare, Medicare supplements. All these things go into the retirement planning process, and you think – you know, you can be blindsided because you don't even know the right questions to ask in retirement planning. Medicare and Medicare planning, I would think, would be the same way. You don't even know the right questions to ask. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, this is part, uh, you work with retirement plans. A huge part of retirement is your health care. The older you get, right, this is going to be a huge sweeping generalization. You're going to probably need more prescription drugs or more health care. Just goes without saying. You're yeah. not 22 anymore, right? Again, that's a... Uh, generalization, not everybody, but um, 
Do you have the right coverage? It's part of what you deal with with your clients? Absolutely. But I would think, so, with, again, with all areas, with medical coverage, with long-term care, taxes, estate planning, all that stuff. But um, I would think also with uh, Medicare, there are, there are times when you, you can't get uh, – not that you can't get spouses to agree, but, it's, but there's a gap in age where we were talking about. How do you address that type of thing with individual coverage and what else? With that, I mean, the the spouse, uh, you know, as Paul said a second ago, someone who's 65 is generally not going to have a spouse who's 22. Um, and I would highly, highly recommend Mr. that. Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> it does happen. Al Pacino just had a kid, didn't he? He's 80. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I Mark. mean, the spouse is going to need coverage. And yeah. <laughs> coverage is Costly, costly, especially in the under 65 market. Do any of them cover experimental drugs? Any of the plans that you have? No. Okay, because a lot of times as a last resort, people will look at that as an experimental drug. And I mean, we've seen with our clients a number of times. No Medicare plan will cover it. No Medicare supplement plan will cover it. No drug plan will cover it. They've got to be FDA approved. Um, there are situations where there's clinical trials, but generally if you are accepted into a clinical trial, the trial will pay for the non-approved okay. experimental part. Great. But it's not something you have to check with yes, before, absolutely. right? I mean, that's why all these things are important that you understand. The Medicare details with us is Medicare specialist Mark Maynard. His company is Senior Benefits Solutions. And when we come back, well, first off, we've got the wealth management and preservation segment, but it's going to revolve around Medicare and healthcare next. So we'll continue and then we'll give all of the information because people are going to have questions here. It's yep, a, absolutely. It's going to be one of those things. I heard this guy and he was really good. How do I talk to him off the air? How do I talk to the Cowell Investment Group? We'll give you all of that contact info when we come back. The Retirement Clinic with a quick break here in WISN. If I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a house. I would buy you a The Cowell Investment Group, the Retirement Clinic, we continue on WISN. And this segment, the weekly feature we call the Wealth Management and Preservation segment. Typically, if you have over a million dollars, this segment is for you. It takes a while to accumulate that unless you inherit it. But once you've accumulated that, that's a that's a, a point where things get more complicated and you have to think about how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs. And that's what this segment is for. In a little bit, I want to talk about ways to reduce your uh, Medicare premiums, Part 2 premium, Part B premiums. But Mark, you were talking off air about um, the different types of, everybody thinks Advantage, all Advantage programs are the same. That's not the case. That's not close to being the case. Correct. They all more or less get the same amount of money from the federal government to provide benefits. It's how they allocate that money in their benefit package in their Advantage plan plan, um, that can vary immensely. And companies I can think of one off the top of my head that has easily almost 10 different plans that they offer all over the map. You know, some will have a lot more dental. Yeah, yeah. They determine how they allocate the benefits. 
Now, it still has to meet the minimum standards that has the benefits, medical benefits have to be as good as original Medicare A and, A and B actuarially or better, but all the extra bells and whistles um, can vary immensely from plan to plan. Depending on how they allocate the money. Right, Perfect. exactly. Okay, we talked a little bit earlier about um, beneficiaries who file joint returns with modified adjusted gross income less than $206,000. Pay the hundred seventy four seventy a month in premium, but once you click over to two hundred six thousand one dollars, then up to two hundred fifty eight thousand, you're paying two hundred forty four dollars a month. Over two hundred fifty eight thousand, you're paying three hundred forty nine dollars a month. More than three hundred twenty two thousand, you're paying four hundred fifty four dollars a month extra, and greater than three hundred eighty six thousand, you're paying five fifty nine. And then the highest one is five hundred ninety four dollars a month is what you're paying plus the Irma for drug as well. Uh, so you're paying close to $700 a month. So if you can reduce your income, this is where I'll come in a little bit. You know, Mark mentioned that it's based on the prior two years income. So you have to be aware, and we are very sensitive to this, that when we're doing Roth conversions for clients, we don't want to, we think Roth conversions are outstanding. You pay the taxes up front, but then it grows tax-free forever, and then it comes out to you tax-free as income or to your heirs it gets transferred to them tax-free. But what's a booby trapped in that? Well, what can happen is that it can push you over into the next level, and then you're paying a higher Medicare premium. Because if it, if you do Roth's conversions and you do, let's say, $100,000, it pushes you up to 220000 of income, boom, you're already paying a higher premium. So you have to be careful with that. We're also careful with it that you... Um, uh, for, for income tax brackets. You know, if you're doing Roth conversions, it may push you into a higher income tax bracket, not only paying higher premiums for Medicare, but also paying higher taxes. So we, we're very sensitive to that. So there are a couple of things that you can do. Mark, you mentioned maybe take income from your Roth IRAs. We try to discourage that. We say once you do a Roth conversion, try to have that tax-free income growth grow as long as possible. Uh, but you may want to reduce your income another, maybe not do as much in Roth conversions. Um, if you have control over your income, have if you're self-employed as an example, maybe defer income or take more income before it starts counting towards Medicare. So there are things that you can do to control your income on an annual basis. Mark, you want to make any comments on that? There are also some plan options, advantage plan options that will regardless of your income level, will reduce your Part B premium. Um, there are plans that will knock 25 to a month off. This is all done via so the health plan company and directly with Social Security. will knock $25 a month off all the way up to $125 a month off of somebody's Part B premium. So contact me and we can talk about those types of programs. Let's talk about Mark's contact if, you, if we could. Uh, you can always call the Cowall Investment Group at 262-522-4040 to get Mark's information to do overall planning and see where this fits in. If you want to talk about Medicare, we trust Mark. He's a great one of our trusted partners. His number is 262-895-9626, 262-895-9626, owner of Senior Benefit Solutions, Mark Maynard. And of course, if you missed any of that, you're driving around the website to always remember thekowalway.com. Wrapping up today's retirement clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, the founder, Jeff Kowal, and thanking our guest, 
Mark Maynard, as we talked for Medicare, a lot of good stuff this hour, Jeff. Great. Thanks, Mark. Um, we have an awesome event coming up. I just want to mention it one more time with Jay Weber uh, on the panel on Thursday, October 26th from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's, it's quick. It's going to go by fast. But uh, last year's uh, event was really well received. Uh, Aaron Kowal is going to be on it. Joe Still from our office. And then Bob Carey, Chief Market Strategist from First Trust Advisors, going to talk about planning for the unexpected in uncertain times. This is a great event. Make sure you call our office at 262-522-4040. It's a free event, but you do have to register and seats are limited. So either uh, call our office or go online at thekowalway.com. And the Kowal Investment Group, of course, Galactic Headquarters in Waukesha. And now the most recent office addition is downtown Delafield. Uh, you're in Racine, you're in Port Washington, Phoenix, you're in Florida, Jeff. All of this is at thekowalway.com. Outstanding show today, Jeff. Thank Thanks, you. Paul. And we'll be back next Saturday at 10 a.m., also Monday through Friday on the Mark Belling Show, for those daily market reports from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist.